Jinx the Royals. I, I don't, totally did. I don't know if that's possible. I didn't they know still was, look jinxed to me. I didn't me. know it was possible either. I usually am the opposite. I I usually jinx them, not unjinx them. But All right. today I jinx, unjinx them. You unjinx the Royals. Yeah. How did you do that? Well, I have my friend Brett that I hadn't talked to in like a month because we only talk when the Royals are doing well, you know. So you haven't talked yeah. to him in like three or four years then? No, I talked to him last month. Since 1985. Yeah. When you were all speaking do, baby talk. Wow. Do you have friends you haven't talked to since 1984? Uh, we were in the World Series like two years ago, sir. Did you win? That's still what I would consider oh, no, doing yeah, right. well. Well, hey. Doing yeah. well. Yeah. I would say sweeping out the stadium with the brooms was very, very well. We yeah. won We won one game. Oh, you did? Oh, good you. for you, I'll Ray. You. Anyway, you. tell your stupid Hooray. story. Hey, dude, where's your championship trophy for the one win you got in the in the World Series? I keep it at home. Oh, okay. In a case. <laughs> Next to my airbrush Matt Stafford T-shirt. Anyway, I call my friend, and he's like, why, yes. are you, why are you calling me? The Royals suck. And I was like, well, well are they losing again? He's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's ninth inning. They're down 6-5, two outs. It's I was over. like, oh. It's over. So I turn on the TV, <laughs> broken bat single, stolen base, and then Salvador Perez hits a routine ground ball to Jose Reyes. And, and he throws it in the dirt, bounces off the guy's glove, and the tying run scores, and the Royals win in extra innings. Wow. Woo! Snapping the snapping the the Blue Jays nine game winning streak is that what we call manufacturing a run or severely lucking into a run? Uh, it's manu lucking into a run. Okay, thank yeah. you very it's much. A little bit of both. Well, you should be proud then. I mean, like you know, right now Tigers are up six and a half games on mm-hmm. the Royals, which yeah. is of course puts me in the win category. Woo! Oh man! You However, def- you're definitely going to win because there's only. 110 games left. Don't worry about that. I would say, though, the Tigers on their recent, like, last week, maybe I got a little ahead of myself with all those wins they got in a row against good teams mm-hmm. because they did lose. They got swept by, ugh, Cleveland. Ugh. Well, the Royals ugh. got swept by, ugh, Houston. Houston. Ugh. Houston, we Although, have a problem. George Springer, their rookie, man, he had, he had a home run six games in a row. He's pretty solid. He's pretty good. Well, the Tigers no longer, as a result of all those losses, we no longer have the best record in baseball. Oh, we man. have the second best record in baseball. Well, hey, Whatever right. will it's, we do? It's already been preordained. I mean, I, the, the stars are aligned. They're winning that championship Stop this it. year, Ray. Stop it, you. You will not jinx my Tigers now that you've unjinxed your own Royals. Oh, did I have to choose between those two? Because I, I would choose to, for the Royals still to lose tonight just to jinx the Tigers Oh, my again. goodness. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Can You Believe We Made It This Far? Episode 49 of Raisin Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And we got some fun stuff to talk about this week. Uh, We have a couple interviews. Isn't that exciting, Brent? Yes. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs. Your Indiana Pacers, man, they got a very important win. I can't wait for them to lose in game six like we all know they're going to. Like they're going to, yeah, they're going to lose in game six because the predestined, preordained, prefabricated Miami Heat team is not going to be beat. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm just going to predict right now, 101-77. That's, oh. the, that's the score. That I think they put a little bit more drama into it, but still not close. 98-88, I think okay. sounds a little bit more. I think 101-77. We'll see who's closer. Uh, 
Oh, my gracious. Yeah. Well, we'll talk Let's about. Let's go, Pacers. We'll talk about that series. And we do have two interviews. Um, first off, we have a super fan coming on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk sometimes we get a little too regional. Sometimes we, we try to talk nationally. So we have a super fan of all sports, all, all networks, all everything. Uh, his name is Elliot Radley. Um, super fan. He does apparently he does all the shows, all the blogs. Like he is all, all right. over the social medias. I don't personally know a lot about this guy. David Knoll hooked up the interview, and he just says, "Is that e- wait? Is that Erad sixty nine on at Erad sixty nine on Twitter? You know what? It's probably true. Uh, Erad sixty nine. Really? Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Huge I know. Fan. I totally know that guy on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, we're gonna have him on the show. Uh, thanks, David, for setting up that interview. But we, our second interview uh, also set up by David Knoll. Uh, we're going to be talking World Cup. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. International soccer here on the Raisin Brand Show. Football. Football. Footballo. Did they say that? Footballo? No. They, 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 footballo. No? They have, like, the tie with the little the bolo the tie? string tie. <laughs> well, we have – He apparently he's an expert in World Cup and international sports. Uh, his name is Trag Williams. Trag Williams, yeah. And he's I'm an again, I'm – these are – David sets up these interviews, and we just kind of take them, take them for what they're worth, right? Yeah. So international sports enthusiast Trag Williams will be on the show a little bit later on. But um, let's go ahead and open it up with a little bit of an NBA talk. What do you yeah. say? Let's make this happen after three seconds of Eddie Arnold. Make the world go away. Brent, I know you have to be excited about your Pacers because this, as by all <laughs> all statements, this is the most exciting, this is the most hotly contested NBA playoffs ever, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, how good are, yeah. I mean, nothing nothing Ray said could possibly be true. These are just good, this is good talent, and this is just good basketball, and these are the most, these are the most contentious, can I quit now? Yeah, you can quit. Because uh, Adam Silver's uh, check actually bounced. Right. So okay. I don't. Well, you know what's crazy, dude? Okay, the Pacers are not playing their best in this series, but there was one game in particular, and the Pacers just got continually robbed at the end of the game. Oh, no, okay. no. I think I know which game you're talking about. Was it game one, two, three, four, and five? Uh, <laughs> was well, it all, all of them. them, Brent? But you know what? I've been getting, I'm getting all this heat about the Pacers. Oh, well, they're down 3-1. They're done. I was like, yeah, but if they didn't get robbed in the end of the game, it's 2-2, and they still have home court, and nobody's saying anything. But they worked all, reg- all regular season to get that home court, Brent. <sighs> anyway. To the, give it away in game it's, one. It's, you know, it, it's or a two, lot of things. Me. I mean, Lance Stevenson is acting like a crazy person. And yeah, what happened to that guy? I don't is know. Is it Curse of Bynum? Is it this curse of Bynum? Is it still the curse of Bynum? I thought we got rid of that when we got rid of Bynum. Somehow the stench still lingers. He left his car in the handicap spot outside the building. I don't know. The, the point is, yeah. though, it, it just doesn't seem like the you know the 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 NBA or the referees want the Pacers to win the series. Ray, Ray, uh, no, yeah. are, are you Ray? Ray you know Am what? I confused. I've said this a couple times now. You've never been more right about anything than you are what? about this year. Who are you? This year's NBA playoffs. And I, I, you know what, last year, last year, almost at this time, Ray, okay, we were just starting this podcast around this time last year, well, it was maybe like a, a year and a little bit ago, and you told me, it's all a big conspiracy, the NBA, it's all, it's kind of fixed, not necessarily fixed, but they really want it to go a certain way, I was like, Ray, you were crazy, dude, you know what, I stand here a year and two months later saying, Ray, you were right, for once, probably the only time in your life, you were right. I forgot to actually make this note ahead of time. The part of Brent on today's episode of Raisin Brent will be played by Ray as well. Yeah, How, how's my impression? Way. How's my impression? Because who are you right now? 
What is happening? You're 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 agreeing with everything I've said. You tell me I'm right. How can I disagree what, what is, when I see going it right on? in front of my eyes? Of course it's of course it's not rigged. Again, it's, it's accentuated by it's not the, the, the twenty five or whatever four point plays they have. People don't foul people on three point shots. They're just doing it to make it more dramatic. Is that their was that a point of emphasis this year? Let's have more four-point plays. That would be fun. You know, I listened to a, a, a sportscaster earlier talk about the uh, litany of four-point plays earlier. It was on, actually on a different podcast. And he was saying that it's uh, the pure reason for all these four-point plays has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, these plays can happen and they can swing momentum. And, it's, and what I would say is it's possible, and so therefore it's now happening all the time as a result of the refs taking advantage of games and taking a hold of games and slanting them in the direction they want. The point the commentator had to make was, well, these players are really shrewd and they're really sharp, and they know which refs are likely to call these plays, and so they're making sure they really play it up for those particular refs, you know, or those refs just happen to be taking advantage of them doing actions. Well, if that's the case, then Are we meeting in the middle are, somewhere? Where are all the flopping, you know... Uh, uh, there's, there's no flopping in the NBA, sir. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Just the Pacers. Yeah, just, just the, the Pacers, Pacers get fined for flopping because those Heat play clean games. And as we just watched the clip uh, down the stretch of Dwayne Wade with almost zero contact, acting like he got hit in the jaw, drawing the charge foul <laughs> against the Pacers. That, yeah. Ugh. Just truly disgusting stuff. <sighs> that was game four. It was game four, yeah. but we, you know we haven't been on the air since then. But no, I mean no. to be fair, yeah, LeBron no. doesn't flop. Dwayne Wade doesn't flop. The Miami Heat as a whole, the Birdman doesn't flop. Chris Bosh doesn't flop. Ray Allen doesn't flop. That is the cleanest, most non-soccer team in the NBA. Three Pete. I haven't heard so many "he's a flopper" uh, <laughs> chants going up in Pacers games like ever. He's a flopper. And they're, they're talking about the Pacers though, right? Because they're the ones getting called and right? fined for it, so clearly it must only Thanks, be them. Thanks, Pacers, for bringing up the flopping. Now we're going to call it on you and not on the team that's that's doing it more than you. It's sort of like, uh, you know, if you're the boxer who's known for low blows, and and so the refs are looking for it, but they only notice the opponent giving you low blows. <laughs> like, what is that about? Uh, Which Klitschko maneuver is that? Okay, so Pacers series. Yeah, I mean, I still think you're right. I mean, I, I think... The Pacers probably get blown out in game six. What would I the, say? The what I say? I, I think that either Roy Hibbert or Paul George or Lance Stevenson. All three of them get two fouls in the first yeah, ten minutes a, of the game. A couple of them get two. One of them at least gets two fouls in the first four minutes of the game. Easily. That's guaranteed. That's Hibbert, I think. I think that's Hibbert. I think they can't do I it to Paul pa- George again. They can't do it to Paul George again without people like me having a field day. They at least have to pretend like it's real. And how about that Hibbert going for zero points again? That was pretty yeah. hot. Hey, but it's hard to get points when you're not on the floor. Now, this won't matter at all because the Heat are going to be allowed to win game six. But game five, Paul George did go, did go off for 21 in the fourth quarter, man. MVP. 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 Oh, there's another foul. If he there's got... an MVP for, like, the guy that's the best player, like, a fourth of the season, you know, <laughs> that's Paul George. Why not? Why? <laughs> absolutely not. So what did I say before this series? Heat and six because there's no way the NBA lets it go seven. Yeah. Has it pretty much played exactly like that? The, yes. he, the, 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 the Pacers get love in the games they have to win to force it to go to game six. You know what else Sorry. Is, you know what else is crazy is... Hannibal Lecter? Yes. He... Hello, Nobody Clarice. likes fava beans, okay? Flava beans uh, are kind of gross. Beans. Or yeah. fava beans? Flava, yeah, flava, flava, flava beans. beans. 
Nobody likes those. I do like a nice Chianti, though. No, but that doesn't even go good with that. And he's pretending like it. No, anyway. He's supposed to. No, I hear you. He's supposed to have taste. Yeah. And those beans do not go with that wine. Right. Thank you, Sir Anthony Hopkins. And sure how wrote the dare line. you? How dare you? Yes. Order rare lamb chops and then eat a guy's face instead of the lamb chops. That's disgusting. I mean, I mean, he didn't order the guy's face rare. You didn't have to order them. Yeah. He could have just said, I'm not hungry. No, I'm not hungry. But he makes them make, prepare. You know, you have to use the little thing and, and get all of the get all of the meat off the bone so that's nice and white. To be and- fair, though, when you've got a nice cut in front of you like that man's face, it's almost a shame if you don't eat it. Yeah. Even if you're not hungry anymore. I'm just saying. I was a, I was a, you know, a member of the Clean Plate Club, and I think that Dr. Lecter needs to follow suit. I think he's a member, of the, he's a member of the Clean Face Club. There are people club. starving all over the world. He's a member of the Clean Face Club, and um, and he does not want to let a good face go uneaten. And that is our joke about a 20-year-old movie. Welcome back to Cannibal Hour, here with Raisin Brett. <laughs> what is happening? But anyway, because you don't want to talk about the Pacers. You'd rather talk about eating people. You're right. And you know what? The other series. Yes. The other series, what is yeah, it? Three, oh, two, the other series. Three, two Spurs, and it's... it seems like every game's a 30-point win. It's like... Is this the most boring series to watch in uh, the history of no, NBA sir. basketball? No, sir. This is the most exciting NBA play. I have to hear it over and over again. The most exciting, well-contested, totally not slanted in any direction from game to game NBA playoffs ever. Adam Silver, Adam Silver, my hat's off to you. My hat is off, and I say you are taking that David Stern tradition and running with it. Yeah. And also you're... You are actually getting on the Pacers for flopping and finding them for it, but not Dwayne Wade or LeBron James or any of the Heat, which is frankly bleeping unbelievable, (laughs) especially when there's just proof every game of what's happening. Come on, man. Come on, man. So what's your prediction for the Spurs? Yeah, they are up three games to two. They're going back to Oklahoma City. Thunder push that to seven, though, don't they? Yeah, and then the Spurs win in seven. I disagree. I think you're probably right, Ray, because they, they, they don't have the MVP on their team. Although, the, you know, they also love Tim Duncan. So that series could go either way. But you know what they also love besides Tim Duncan? They love McDonald's commercials and they love the endorsements that Kevin Durant pulls in. MVP in the finals, beaten by LeBron. Now he's beaten three different teams in the three years of the NBA finals. Come on, man. He's beaten the best of the West. It's hard to argue what a great champion, what a fighting champion LeBron James is. When he goes back to Cleveland next year, when he opts out of his contract and goes where they now have three out of four years, number one picks, and brings the Cavs to the finals, beating the Miami Heat in the conference finals next year. <sighs> what storylines? Now, Ray, Written by Vince McMahon. The only problem I see with LeBron James going back to Cleveland is that he would be going back to Cleveland. They he they think they owe Cleveland something, my man. They think they owe they feel like they did Cleveland wrong, which they did. Granted, he got Cleveland to a finals and lost. So what more do you want of a loser? Great champion, excuse me, like LeBron James. He's gonna go back to Cleveland and he's probably gonna get him a title. So that way those people in Cleveland can feel happy because what was the last Cleveland team? Do you know the last Cleveland team to win a title of major professional sports? Mm, the Cleveland Rockers. No. Mm. No. Is that a team? I I think you're thinking of the Detroit Rockers indoor soccer team from the 90s. I get all teams from Cleveland and Detroit mixed up. Does Cleveland still have the Lions? Oh, my God. There will be punching. No, it's actually the Cleveland Browns, I believe, back in 1962, I want to say. 
So what better way to get the NBA back on the map and make the people of Cleveland gather around a team? Because you know the Browns aren't going to be good now. They got Johnny Vegas. I mean Johnny Football. I mean Johnny Cleveland. I mean middle seat. <laughs> hey, just because Johnny Manziel is gronking it out in Vegas with Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Uh, my favorite part is not seeing, not to jump tracks completely, but not to see Johnny Manziel do his Ryan Leaf impression by going to Vegas right after the draft. But it's going to be his Ryan Leaf impression on the field and away from it when his career tanks after one season. Okay, so it, anyway, are we switching to Johnny Manziel? Are no. we doing that now? Uh, no, I'm trying really hard not to. Okay, but here's what was funny about the whole thing. Yes. He, he goes to Vegas. He's partying. I yes, don't see, we are jumping. I don't see a problem with Johnny Manziel going to Vegas to party. Do you? Yes. Why? Because he's supposed to be the third stringer the Cleveland Browns are saying he is and acting like the third stringer and therefore being just like Peyton Manning, who wasn't referred to as a third stringer. Everybody here is wrong. Everyone here is wrong, and Cleveland fans deserve it. Just like they don't deserve the NBA championship next year. If you're a third stringer, you never get on the field. You might as well go party. The third string quarterback is always the oldest, fattest quarterback on the roster. Which is weird because he's neither of those things. I know. But that is, I'm saying the, the job is, if he really is third string, that means, look, it was, a, it was a long weekend. Now, here's where I find it a little disingenuous, okay? The clearly fake, or to me, that, that maybe he thought he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing, is that he tweets a picture of his playbook. I was like, yeah, you're going over your playbook while, while you're sitting in, in the middle seat on coach flying back to Cleveland. And the quote under it is something to the effect of guess I can't have fun over the weekend. Ugh. yeah, <laughs> he still doesn't get it. Yeah, I cannot wait to see to see the first guy. I just think he should be able to go to Vegas, but I also think that he shouldn't pretend like he was studying. <laughs> I want to see the first guy, the first giant defensive lineman like just sack the living bejesus out of Johnny Manziel and then come up making the money signs. Oh, How good is that going to be, be? Sweet, dude. It's not going to happen, you know, until about halfway through the season when they quit on Brian Hoyer and um, Tyler Thigpen. Yeah. But, uh, hey, we made an NFL segment. Nice. You know what I think I would do? What, what, is that what you would do? If you, what would you do if you sacked Johnny Manziel? I would, abs- I would get in his face, actually, and I would do the money thing right, into, money his, thing. right, into, his, right into his grill. Absolutely, I would, because I'm a terrible person. Okay. I think I would, uh, I think if I sacked him, I would pretend like I threw the dice in craps and then yell, Heart eight! <laughs> That's pretty funny too. Yeah. But uh but anyway, let's wrap up the segment since I think we're done talking about the NBA, our actual topic. It's rigged and it's heat and six, thunder and seven, right? To make every one of my predictions true, right? Yeah, it could be. I mean, I still think Spurs could win it, but you're probably right. Fair enough. Hey, you know what? That's his most praises I've ever gotten from Brent ever. <laughs> and I'll take it. So we'll be right back to talk to one of our special guests after three seconds of Louis Armstrong. And I think to myself. What a wonderful world. All right. It's not every week that we have a special guest on the show, and so uh, uh, this week will be an exception. All right. This is very exciting. David Knowles lined it up for us. This guy, he says he's a super fan. Mm-hmm. He really, We're really trying to work out, you know, uh, branch out and do a whole bunch of um, more national stuff. And this guy is a just a big-time national sports fan, loves all the sports. So, uh, uh do we have him on the line, David? We got him on your big machine there? Yeah? Okay. So we're here with super fan Elliot Radley. Elliot, welcome to Raisin Brent. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Ray Brent. Yeah. All right, guys. So you're a big fan of all things sports. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love all sports. You know what I like is the 
what I like is the the following of the rules and the, the people that enforce them. You know, you know what I mean? No, I, I, so, but you're, so uh, you're not really a fan of any general teams though. Is that right? You're not a fan of any teams? I'm, I'm a fan of team replacement ref. You remember that in the NFL? It was a short lived team. They accomplished some great things in the NFL, man. They got, they got the Seattle Seahawks a win in a game that they should not have won. It was amazing. Okay. Now, whoa, whoa, whoa. let me, let me stop you right there, Elliot. So, um, We've long – maybe I'm hearing this incorrectly. Yeah, I think we're both – I I don't – okay, you go ahead, Ray. Go it's ahead. been said that no one – no one is here to see the officials. Nobody comes to a game to see you. They come to see the, the, the great players and the great plays and all the magic. I'm getting a weird vibe that – Wow, okay, you know what? If that's your purview, your perception, Ray and Brandt, then you should just give me a jersey that says nobody on the back because I come to see the officials. You are that guy. Ah, their name is official, is it not? They're, you know, well, no, but they, they do carry the role of the officials, the yeah. ones who can, but nobody's there to see them. They take over a game, and it's not, nobody likes that. I'm like, hey, why is that guy running down the field? Stop him. Stop him, referee. Call something. So you, you don't actually root for the action on the field? No. I rule for. You don't care about good competition. I don't root for the name on the front of the jersey. I root for the name on the back of the referee's jersey. Like LJ and or. You know, vertical stripes. Yeah. Very slimming. They are slimming. Hey, I mean, I'm not going to fight that at all. Oh, okay, so example. This is a little bit weird. I'm not. Also, they do remind me a little bit. You know, I love the game Monopoly, and they're like that little kid out of free guy when you go to jail. Nobody, nobody likes that guy. That guy is that guy is criminal looking, sir. Uh, criminal. If what but by you mean is that he has an awesome stash, then uh, that's fair enough. What I would say here, no, who who are you a fan of then? Like, because uh, obviously you're not a fan of competition. Yeah, who, I mean, do you, who, who you, do you like out there? Like, other for than example, the replacement refs. Okay, for like, for, uh, you're a big baseball uh, fan, right? Are you uh, a big baseball fan? Oh, yeah. So, so who are you a fan of in baseball? Obviously, it's not like Derek Jeter or or Yasiel Puig. Uh, who are you a fan of in baseball? Oh, you know, my favorite is Jim Joyce. Jim Joyce. Yeah. What do you love about Jim Joyce? Well, the most ang- the mo- Detroit hates Jim Joyce for the record. Why? Because he ruined the perfect game of Armando Galarraga. So. He made a brutally bad call, and he affected the entire outcome of the game that would have made everybody really happy and been the perfect game. That was earned on the field. He changed history, Raymond. He changed history. He sure did. You're a fan of Jim Joyce. So he's like a superhero almost. That's kind of proving my point. Okay, I'm going to have to. Why do you love Jim Joyce? Uh, Because everyone saw, oh, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect. Uh, uh, No, it's not. He is safe. That was amazing. I mean, it's just drama. You know? It's drama. We you like the drama that. that bad calls bring to the game. Bad calls? No, they are the officials. Whatever they make is the official call. You know who is the criminal here? The replay. I mean, how dare they go back and question their official opinion about a play? No, it was the wrong call. The right call was found on the replay. Well, I think we can all just thank goodness that we didn't have that replay around. That would have ruined history. <laughs> you got a point there. I mean. No, he does not have a point uh, there. I mean, you know, 
he does, right? A little bit because you know it goes against Detroit. You're, so, oh, you're, tr- you're Elliot. You're trying to tell me right now that now. just because the official scorecard says it was safe, it clearly was right. Well, Ray, I listened to your show and I seem to remember you celebrating the touchdown that won you some money in Vegas. That clearly was not a touchdown. Okay, if we're going to move over here to football, I, w- I was. Look, it was bad. It happened to the Packers. I did celebrate it. I did win me money. I bet on the Seahawks in that game. You can't possibly be the one person who was a fan of these replacement refs, though. I was a fan of that moment, but you can't sit here and honestly tell me. You know what, Ray? You can defy the referees all you want, but I I dare you to defy Ed Hockley's biceps. <laughs> so you've got a you got like yeah. a man crush? What's yeah. going on? That's I mean, he is just rippling. <laughs> If the if there if there wasn't already an ocean, I would think it would be inside of his shirt because his muscles are rippling just like the, the little waves. So you're a big time Ed Hockley fan. How can you not be? He's terrible. I, I, I back in the day, I was a big fan of Jerry Mark Bright. Jerry Mark Bright was great. Ray, let me paint you a picture, okay? Yeah, because you're losing me here. All right. Imagine you are watching the most graceful athletes in the world. Okay. The National Basketball Association. You know what? When it's legit, it's it's okay. I feel this. Okay, sure. And you've got a game, and you've got the MVP of the league, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. The game, they are down by one point. There's five seconds left, Ray. Oh, my gosh. Kevin Durant, can he, can he feel the pressure? Can he take the pressure and make okay. that tying free throw with yeah. five seconds left? He dribbles it. And here to save the day, come running in, Joey Crawford. Take that ball away. Ice him down. Don't let him tie the game. Show that power. That's right. The clock is not set correctly. Go up to that table. The hero of the game, as I saw it that day, Joey Crawford. Joey Crawford was the hero of the game for resetting the clock. Yeah, because otherwise we would have just had to watch Kevin Durant make some boring free throw and then go to overtime. Because you know what's sexy? What's sexy? Power. Power has been known to be sexy. Power. Okay. And you lose all the power. The guys in the striped shirts. They're the ones running the game. They're... It's slimming, and they have all the power. What do they look like without their shirts that are slimming? Sometimes I wonder. Uh, fair enough. Uh, everybody, that's Elliot Radley. Thanks. Thank you so I much. a lot more I can say. You no. I think we're yeah, good, we're Elliot. Good. Yeah, we're good. we're good. We're good. Let's go ahead and move on. We have another guest we need to make room for. Okay, so. I think, da- you know. David, where does he get these guys? At least my guys I booked, they're, you know. Based in reality? Yeah. They're not freaking weirdos? Yeah. Who? All right. Well, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk with. Uh, Erad69. He is funny to follow on Twitter, though. Yeah, we do. His Twitter feed is pretty great. Yeah. So uh, we'll be right back after three seconds of. The Moody Blues. Today, I was crying, lost in the lost world. All right, and we're back on the show. That last we guest, um, eh, we're going to make up for it right now. I yeah, think, he hopefully. was not the man we were hoping he would be. If this second uh, interview is as terrible as the first interview, we're never having an interview again on the whole show. Wow. Wow. Never, ever. Well, I wouldn't say we've ever had a good interview on the show. I'd say they've they all been good They usually get messed up somewhere. I uh, say they've been good until this week, Ray. Well, David Knoll, uh, producer of the show, yes, number one, sir, and um, he books he books us guests at least. He's getting work done. Mm-hmm. 
they're not, you know. But, hey, I think this one's going to be different, right? We'll see. But uh, maybe it was my interviewing style. Maybe that was the problem. Well, I, I think there's no doubt about Surely. that. Surely. Well, we have him in. He's a, he's a, is we, have, we got him in the machine. Okay, great. So his name now, is. Why uh, don't you let me. D- you want to interview know, him? I also went to broadcasting wow. school, Ray. All right, Brad. So, you know what? You know, I'm just going to shut up and let you do it yeah. then. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Welcome onto the show, Trag Williams. We got you on the phone, Trag. Uh, yes, I'm right here. Hey, all right. So, World Cup 2014, Brazil. Is this all going to come together? Well, you're talking about the people, the, the mighty people of Brazil. Yeah. Now, they have an indomitable spirit. They have a way about them. Uh, they have those beautiful tans, those uh, bikinis, and the uh, they they will be waxed. I believe I believe they will be waxed in time for okay. the event. Yes. Okay, yes, I'm sure that there will be some beautiful tans. There will be some good beaches. Probably not tan lines because you know <laughs> that is but that is not what they what are I'm known you for. Is, okay, yes, I've been hearing rumors that like in Sochi in Russia that they're also having problems getting the stadiums done. What do you know about that? Uh, well, I would tell you. That uh, well, first off, I am an expert. I am actually calling from Brazil right now. I am here in Rio de Janeiro. Mm, that yeah, that's part yes. of that's how you say it. Okay. Uh, and I've I've seen animated parrots here, and I and I have seen I have seen other critters assorted singing in the streets. Are you talking about? The movie Rio. I'm here where they filmed the movie uh, Rio. Yeah, okay. Yes, and um, and I would say. I don't really see a lot of stadiums, though. Mm-hmm. I look forward to beach soccer, is what I'm trying to say. But okay, but this is a World and Cup I'm, event. This is a huge event for the whole world. That is the correct. Biggest one, of, almost one of the biggest sporting events in the world. Many would say I, the biggest. My question for you would be: uh, Is it Bran? Brent. Bram. Bram. Brent. Anyway, Bram. I I would yeah, say Bram. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy that wrote Dracula. Yes, Bram. Go ahead. Great, great job, Bram. I also loved your uh, singing with Sharon <laughs> and uh, Lewis. But wow. um, my point is, how do you define the word stadium? Uh, I would define it as a building that holds a bunch of people with a soccer field in the middle. Okay, we're not going to be we're not going to have that then. Why? There, there is basically one stadium here. Uh, there is no giant uh, scoreboards. But what they have in this town is heart. Hmm. So they'll be ready. Okay. For the World Cup this well, year. Well, I mean, I guess ultimately, as long as the fields are there, they can still play the games. You know what they say: as long as there's a vacant lot somewhere, World Cup action can happen. Hmm. They'll be ready. Do they say that? Assur- uh, some, assuredly, I've they never do. heard that. But I'm going to take your your your. It's uh, an old Brazilian expression. Right after, pull that meat off that stick and give me more, please, sir. No, I do love those churrascarias. Those are delicious. Those are ready. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll okay. have those ready so, to go. Uh, enough about the, the, the actual country of Brazil. Yeah. I want to know. I'm excited. Because there's been a lot of controversy. Uh, yes. With the U.S. coach leaving Landon Donovan off of the team. This off is of an the roster. This is an absolute outrage. Okay, why? Tell me why. Uh, I got plenty of reasons for you why. It's because the man is a hero. Uh-huh. The man gets it done. Mm-hmm. The man understands what winning is all about. Well, okay, I I don't disagree with you completely. Um, what do you think that 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 Landon Donovan brings to the team? I would say um, he's a field general. Uh-huh. He can actually orchestrate a plan. He's really he really runs the city. He runs the entire wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. He's the man. 
Interesting. We're getting some pretty pretty deep answers here. Uh, you hear that, Ray? It go- getting some getting some deep answers. Yeah, I my- hear you. No, okay. You're asking good questions. Okay, okay? Yeah. fine. All right. well, I'll just so shut just, up. Yeah, just sit back. Let the master do the work. Okay, yes, field general. I agree with you. He's a leader. What else? The only problem I see and why he might have been left off the roster. Okay. He, he, he will double cross you when Darth Vader comes to town. Wait, what? <laughs> Le- Landon Donovan? Are you talking about Lando Calrissian? He will double cross you when Vader comes to town, but he will sit around Cloud City and no. drink an ice cold Colt we're not, 45. No, we're not talking about Lando Calrissian. He loves the Colt 45. Okay. It makes him feel yeah, like a man. We all love the Colt 45. We're not talking about Lando Calrissian. Is that who you were talking about this whole time? He's got beautiful skin. And a beautiful mustache and cape. No, you're really and nailing this one. He's sh- talking about Star I will Wars. Punch you in the no, face. great job. Shut up. All right. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm sorry. Trag. You know, uh, you know, I might have had him. You're talking about Landon Donovan. Yes. Best SEC basketball coach I believe ever. Those two championships with Joaquin that, Noe. That's Billy Donovan. Oh. Yeah, that's not that's, also that's who we're not talking, talking about. We're talking right? about Landon Donovan. Oh, Landon Donovan. Oh, that's oh, – I cannot believe the good people of Philadelphia booed him when he got drafted. Wait, that is, is he, absolutely disgusting. Is Landon Donovan from Philadelphia? I did not know that. I thought he was from California. Yeah, and he played uh, He played a quarterback for the Eagles for that, many that, years. That, that's Donovan McNabb! I can't believe they would leave hey, that no, man off no, the roster. On, this is outrageous. David Knowles, I'm going to come back and punch you right through the glass for booking – not Donovan McNabb, okay? Landon – Donovan. I've never heard of the man. Does he play does he play soccer? I'm here in Brazil. I'm following Pelé. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I've made a mistake of this magnitude. Okay. <laughs> you'll you'll have to excuse me. I All am right. I am hopped up on Dayquil and tacos. That's not do they have tacos in Brazil? No. I think perhaps I had some bad ones. Oh. My okay. my doubt. You you call the man Mellow Yellow. You you he can catch the wind. I call him my sunshine Superman. Are you talking about the singer Donovan from the sixties? No. I would think he's First probably of all, that guy's too like, old. The guy's to like play seventy soccer. years old. Yeah. There's an explanation. Thank he's you, too Ray, old to play. Stay out of my interview, please. He's too old to play. So no, he should be left off the team. Jurgen Klinsmann has done us a solid. He's done us a solid by leaving my man Donovan off the roster. There is a hey, mountain. Hey, no, he Trag, should not be climbing I, 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 it. We're losing the connection. Yeah, we got to go. Okay, bye, Trag. David, cut. Okay, thank you. Are you gone? Wow, Brent. No, your interviewing style. It's clearly not me or the guests. Okay, it's clearly- hold on, Ray. I think you and I can both agree that the person to blame here today... David, David Noel. Noel. Yeah, we got to blame the producer for this one. David, you got to start booking us better guests. These guys don't have any idea what they're talking They've about. They've got to be as as engaging as Ray or myself, and neither one of them were, and neither one of them is charming, and I'm imagining they're not as good looking as us either. Oh, what's this? Oh, he's showing us pictures right now. Oh, those are actually very good looking, they're man. very good. Wow. wow. Yowza. Well, no wonder David's Auga. booking him. He's booking Auga. him on. You know what? David's booking Auga. him on. You know what they say? Sight unseen. Clearly, yeah. this is sight seen. Sight seen. You see a picture doesn't mean they're good yeah, at sports, David. Yeah, doesn't mean they're David. good at talking about sports. It doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. Obviously. Boy. Have you listened to our show? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we have faces for radio. That's for sure. Anyway, let's you ready to wrap up clear this, up this mess. Yeah. 
We're going to have to go and, uh, and have a stern talk and do with David Knoll some more. And we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Recording Artist for Africa. We finally got a little bit of retribution, a little bit of comeuppance, huh? For embattled LA Clippers owner Donald Sterling. And Shelly Sterling. AKA the super racist duo. And I don't care. She's racist too. She's Yeah, she is. Who cares, right? You know what? I still I until this whole thing just officially goes down, I still feel like they're just trying to put up as many weird things in a row as possible to just make things all messed up. Oh, I'm going to give you proxy to sell the team. Oh, now I'm saying no to it. No, I'm going to oh, sue. Yeah, I feel like they're just doing all these things to try to drag and How many out. interviews did Donald Sterling go on in the last week where he, every time he talked, he just made his life worse? And every time his lawyer talked, he made things worse. And every time, every time his silly rabbit talked, she made things worse. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, I think this guy's going to learn an, learn a very valuable lesson here when he is cut out of this deal. I mean, how much is the Clippers going to be uh, sold for, Brent? What's the latest word? $2 billion. I'm sorry. What? $2 billion. Yes, sir. Of which, well, he only gets half of that, right? Yeah, he and his wife will both get half. He only gets $1 billion. That'll teach that guy that racism doesn't pay. Well, he's a pariah, though, Ray. He's still going to be a pariah. He's a pariah. OJ, there's nothing. The worst thing you can do is make him a pariah. Well, OJ ended up going back to jail. He did. I I mean, mean, that was comeuppance. OJ only had enough money to save himself out of one trial. But to be fair, though, I mean, his book made some good points. If he did kill those people, that's how it would have gone. Terrible, terrible, terrible point, Brent. I dare you. Donald Sterling is a freaking billionaire. He just made another billion dollars. You don't think if he gives enough money to the, uh, 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 because he got that lifetime achievement award from the NAACP because they were low on crowdfunding, right? Yeah. And he cut them a big old check. He now has a billion dollars to cut them a big old check. You don't think you're going to get Al Sharpton or somebody being like, you know what? He's a changed man. He's learned. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Money bags. Break up the Brinks truck. Okay, we could not be, a pariah. We could be getting a little ahead of ourselves too, because you know, um, former Microsoft CEO Steve Ballmer, is who the, has two hundred billion dollars okay, or something correct. silly, has you know. First of all, he bid way too much. I think he could have got them for like before the sale. They were rumored about five to six hundred million dollar worth. Yeah, I was thinking most he would pay would be like one billion, maybe one point one billion. But I, you know, especially this with, team is worth that much more than the Dodgers. I know. Get out of here. I'm just saying at most, Ray, at most. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, And so this seems crazy, but maybe he just wanted to outbid everybody, and he has so much money. Well, I just think it's the fact that every sports franchise, especially one in a major market like Los Angeles, that's going to go up for sale is going to be worth billions upon billions. It's heavily inflated because the rich 1% out there, not to get overly 1%er on you, they have all the money. Money is just a number to them. They have it to spend. It really doesn't matter. Those, all these franchises are going to go for over a billion dollars. But all this stuff still has to be approved by the league. It'll be. I'm sorry, is your name and, not Donald Sterling? Are and, you trying to buy the Clippers? It's approved. Okay, and, but then I still think there's going to be shenanigans from the Sterlings. I hope there's not. I hope this just goes away. So Take your nothing. billion and yeah. shut up, Donald. Shut up. 
I mean, but at the same time, uh, weren't we just talking not that long ago about how NBA teams couldn't make any money and they needed to, like, have all these, like, things put in place to, like, lower the players' salaries and X, Y, and Z? Yeah, it's so Because, weird. like, oh, like, like 90% of the teams weren't making any money. Hey, you know how you can make money as an NBA owner? Sell your team for $2 billion flipping dollars. Yep. That's a way to put some, uh, some black ink on the page. Goodness gracious. If these teams aren't making any money, why are people willing to spend multiple billions of dollars to purchase them? You know the, 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 the biggest, you know what the biggest, uh, highest selling uh, NBA team was before this? Uh, Lakers? Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. What they sell for? $550 million. Oh, Okay. No, this that seems right. About four times that. Yes. Almost four times that. Wow. Seems worth it to me, right? My goodness, and the well, LA Clippers. Considering the state of the franchise, yes. Yeah, the LA Clippers are are known as a second-rate organization too, up until recently, where the you know Blake Griffin and Chris Paul brought them around. Two billion dollars, two yeah. billion dollars. You know, Jay Z thinks selling Beats headphones for three point two billion dollars. He thinks that's a crazy freaking sale. <laughs> My gracious, uh, two billion dollars. Yeah. Hey, you know what they say? Can't get a break in this country unless you're racist. I don't know. It's terrible. I hate it when bad things or good things happen to bad people, right? Yeah. But uh, is not the world we live in? It is. Oh, well. You know, I have one word answer uh, for all of this. I was going to say. Maybe a little bit of. Maybe a little. Maybe maybe just a little. But, uh... We made the show highbrow, right? Absolutely. All right, you guys. Well, uh, that's going to wrap up the show this week. I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, you've been listening to Raisin Brent. Thanks for coming with me, Brent. Ha ha. You want to try it again? Yeah, sure. All right. They should make a part of this. Okay. Oh, you want, okay. Let's try it again. Yeah. Hey, everybody. And thanks for listening to Raisin <laughs> Brent. Are you serious? <laughs> I, it's late and I'm loopy and I'm willing to go with that. Yeah. So, um,. First off, guys, you got to contact contact us. I'm done. Contact us on uh, Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray, and I'm at Scoops Pope. Or contact the show at Ray Brent Podcast. Email the show Ray Brent Podcast at gmail.com. Or what the heck? Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Hit us up on uh, Stitcher Radios. The Stitcher app's wonderful. Stitcher. Very convenient. We really like that a lot, man. I appreciate you guys that have been uh, keeping along with the show. Uh, that really does mean a lot to us. Download the show. Give us a five star review on iTunes. Lie, we don't care. It helps. <laughs> It'll help us actually get noticed and do something with the show. We're expecting to do some very special things for um, episode number 50. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to get a lot of call-ins from a lot of previous guests of the show. Mm-hmm. Should be very exciting. Uh, a lot of people want to thank. Got to thank David O for producing despite this episode. Yeah. Got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang and the Trainwrecks. Thank Trainwrecks. Thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. At JordanMonsell.com. Made our logo. Thank you so much. Uh, anybody you want to thank, Brent? I'd like to thank Matthew Stafford. Why? he is fat. You know what? I'm tired, I'm hungry, and I'm overweight. So let's just go ahead and get out of here. You ready? See ya. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. What you wanted, and then you run and you flaunt it, and I've got some.